A 70-year-old Florida woman was tased three times as the police try to arrest her grandson. And a Florida man's been accused of keeping his neighbors up by revving his lawnmower excessively. And a woman tried to cash a $1 million check for a yacht in Miami. And the police say that led to some trouble. Let's see what that trouble is. This is Florida Fridays, guys. We got three weird stories out of Florida, as we always do on Friday. Always out of Florida. Florida Fridays, only on Weird AF News. This is your host, Jonesy. Let's do it. You're listening to Comedian Jonesy and Weird AF News. And is it Weird AF on Florida Fridays? A 70-year-old Florida woman was tased three times as the police try to arrest her grandson. Three times seems excessive. Or, um, I don't know, maybe it feels good. Tase me, baby, one more time. I've never been tased. Um, I'm curious to know. (laughs) Anyone else curious to know what it feels like? Yeah, I probably shouldn't voice that out loud. Maybe somebody will actually come up to me and tase me and then be like, yo, I heard you on your podcast. You said you wanted to know how it felt. Here you go. I just tased your scrotum. So there's a 70-year-old Florida woman. This poor woman. Look at her. Well, she was tased three times on her birthday, no doubt. How do you tase a woman on her damn birthday? I mean, that's the one day of the year you shouldn't be tasing a lady. The police claim she was uncooperative. Is that enough to tase her? She's 70 years old. You can't handle an uncooperative 70-year-old. What was she doing, huh? Shaking her, f- waving her finger at you? Like, what is a, what's an uncooperative 70-year-old woman going to do to you, police officers, that you need to tase her? This is terrible. They were trying to arrest her grandson is what they were trying to do. Her name is Barbara Pinky. Oh, Barbara. She was at home when the deputies with the Manatee County Sheriff's Office, tried executing an arrest warrant for her grandson, Mr. Kevin Turner, for carrying a concealed firearm, which was a violation of his probation. All right, well, you can't be carrying concealed firearms, Mr. Turner. Um, We heard a knock at the door, Barbara Pinky told the media. Actually, there wasn't a knock. I think they kicked the door down. Bam, bam, at the door, at my door. I think they kicked it down. Well, did they kick it down, Barbara, or did they knock? Like, it's it's a big difference. Did they kick it down? I mean, normally they don't kick it down, but maybe they did. I don't know. You you certainly shouldn't kick Barbara's door down on her birthday. I'm just, I'm going to stick to that. Barbara answered deputies at the door after someone else inside the home did and became uncooperative themselves and told them they couldn't enter without a search warrant. Oh, well, it sounds to me like then they knocked, okay, because they weren't allowed in. They said this was irrelevant because they had an arrest warrant, and Barbara Pinky said that when Turner was released on probation, he listed her address as his own but claimed he didn't live at the residence. At that point, investigators told Barbara she could be arrested for obstructing justice, and she became uncooperative, allegedly, and shut the door on them. Here's a quote from Barbara. I was just hollering. I was scared. I didn't know what else to do. I was just hollering. Well, she's only hollering. She's 70 years old. She's hollering. Let her holler. You don't have to tase her for hollering. You can't handle a 70-year-old hollering. (laughs) Even I can, and I don't have professional training. The deputies tried to arrest Barbara Pinky. Why? Why? Is she harboring her grandson? Was he inside and she was hiding him? Doesn't seem that way. And by the way... Again, it's her birthday. Leave her alone. Maybe, like, sing her happy birthday and be on your way, police officers. 
Apparently, uh, they tried to arrest Barbara Pinky, but she pulled away, allegedly pushed an officer in the chest. Then the deputy used his taser on Barbara, but claimed it had no impact on her. So he tased her a second time. Oh my goodness, Barbara's like a superwoman. She got super 70-year-old birthday powers. They tased her in the titties and it didn't work and they tased her. What are you tasing her for, man? Just like grab her if you're going to do anything. You can't get a 70-year-old woman on the ground. You can't, you can't handle a 70-year-old woman. You're out of your mind, authorities in Florida. Now, look, I don't blame the authorities in Florida for being quick on the taser action because you can imagine the kind of criminals they encounter in Florida. You never know what they're going to do. You know, you think somebody's unarmed. Next thing you know, you know, a meth-infused gator jumps out of their pants and bites you, you know, so I get it. But this is a 70-year-old woman, and it's her birthday. It's Barbara's birthday. Shouldn't be tasing anybody on their birthday. I say it again. Now, they're given a breakdown of the second tase. So the second tase resulted with Barbara on the ground, of course. She allegedly kept resisting the authorities, though. Really? She's on the ground and kept resisting? I think once a 70-year-old woman is on the ground, that's no longer resistance. Don't tell me you tased her a third time. According to the sheriff's office, they said the deputy tased Pinky a third time. You tased Barbara a third time. Goodness gracious. She's on the ground already. You got to tase her a third time? Eventually, another county deputy had to help restrain Barbara. Yeah, even after the third tase, you really need more help? You guys are weak ass. Seriously. Ridiculous. Can't believe it. I'm just appalled. I mean, aren't you appalled, Floridians? Your tax dollars are going to these officers that are tasing Pinky? On her birthday, no doubt. And, you know, she's got PS PTSD from this because they interviewed her about it. And Barbara says she's never had any trouble with the law enforcement. And, and now she has trouble sleeping at night. Goodness, the poor woman. Tased three times on her birthday. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. A Florida man has been accused of keeping the neighbors up by revving his lawnmower excessively. Well, I mean, let's not be quick to judge. Maybe this man has got a lot of lawn that needs to be mowed. Maybe it's tall. It's hard to, you know, get through that tall stuff. You need to rev the lawnmower a little bit. Maybe he's got an old school lawnmower that doesn't work quite well. Have you ever had a, one that's like, you know, it's a little outdated? You got to rev those things like crazy. This took place in a place called... Zephyr Hills, Florida. Fly away on my Zephyr. You'll rev your lawnmower forever. That was terrible. I once sang in a Red Hot Chili Pepper cover band, though. A Florida man spent his Christmas behind bars after the neighbors kept complaining about his excessive use of a lawnmower. Ooh, he had to go to jail for it? Pfft. Imagine going to jail for your lawnmower activity. That's strange. Unless you're lawnmowering over people's pet, like puppies and pets and stuff, then, of course, you go to jail. Excessive use of the lawnmower. Maybe this guy has a condition. Maybe there's a there's like a pathology for everything that you can imagine, right? There's addictions, obsessives, fears. There must be like, I don't know, some sort of lawnmower obsessive disorder. L-O-D. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Never mind that. What's this lawnmower man's name? Robert Wayne Miller, age 57. He's accused of revving his lawnmower so loud it could be heard three houses down. Deputies say that when they told this Robert Miller character to stop revving that damn lawnmower and that he could be violating a state statute, he told them, I don't care. I don't give a damn. I'm going to rev my lawnmower. I'm a lawnmower revving kind of guy. No, nah, he didn't say all that. He probably said some of it. 
I'm throwing a lot of quotes into Robert Miller's mouth today. Um, taking great liberties with the story, but you know what? Might as well. It's my story, sort of. <laughs> it's my uh, it's my weird news show. Let's uh, let's have some fun with it. <laughs> Investigators said that Miller got back to work. Miller got right back on his tractor, started revving the engine super loud again, and he gave the police the finger, revved that lawnmower, said, "Eat my dust." No, he didn't say that. One of Miller's neighbors, though, they told the deputies that his peace was being disturbed. Oh yes. I called 911. Yes, my peace is being disturbed. What kind of dork calls the police and says his peace is being disturbed? Ridiculous. You dork. Miller woke up his kids and his sick wife with all the noise he was making with the lawnmower, according to the arrest affidavit. Okay, so apparently Miller's waking up the kids next door and the wife, the sick wife. Yeah, you think the wife's really sick or did he make that up? Sometimes I make up things. Like if I want my neighbor to be quiet, I will tell him I have a baby, even though I don't have a baby. But like, you woke up my baby. I don't really have a baby, <laughs> but I don't call my neighbor unless it's really excessive, uh, you know, and and really not during the day. I mean, it's at, it's at nighttime, right? So there's noise ordinances, and I don't know about your city, but in the state of L.A., you can be like as loud as you want until about, I don't know, 10 p.m., and then you got to, you got to, you know, pipe down. Pipe down? That's an old thing to say. Sorry about that. All of a sudden, I turned 75 years old. Pipe down, you pipe down. Yeah, that's what I tell my neighbors. Hey, it's past 10 p. It's 10.01. Could you pipe down? Yeah, you pipe down. Another neighbor, oh, the plot thickens. Another neighbor said she couldn't sleep at night with all the noise that Miller was making with the lawnmower. Does that mean he, he's mowing at night? I mow my grass all of the night so I can, so I can. That was a strange song parody from the 80s, but whatever. We're working it, guys. I can't believe he's mowing at night though. This is you can't you can't do that. I gotta admit. That's just that's weird, mowing your lawn at night. It really is. A third neighbor told the deputies she was sick. She was sick too. The whole neighborhood's sick. She wanted Miller to stop stop lawn mowing because he was keeping her awake. Everybody's like it. Everybody's sick and he's doing it at night. This ain't right. I can't take it anymore, the third neighbor told the deputies. Can't take it anymore. So the deputies and the investigators, they show up to Miller's house and they, they tell him to get off his property multiple times because he's under arrest. But uh, Miller refused to leave, according to the officers. And after being asked by deputies to go with them, they say he went inside his house. <laughs> he said, I'm done with the lawn. I'm all done. I'm going in for a beer. He was eventually placed under arrest for refusing to... This is a quote. Wow, is this an actual thing? He's arrested for... Quote, refusing to stop his disturbing behavior. Wow. That's usually not how they word these things. They usually make them more like fancy, you know? <laughs> and and he's arrested for refusing to leave his property when law enforcement asked him to. Yeah, but how good does his lawn look, right? Is it like a putting green? Because that's, that's outstanding, you know? If this guy might be like the greatest lawn care professional in the whole county. You should let him go. And, and hire him to do your lawn. I think he's probably doing a great job over there. And, um, you know, the only weird thing is he does it at night. <laughs> Can't handle that. Oh, man. You know what I hate? Do you guys hate this? Leaf blowers. Oh, goodness. Leaf blowers. Why do leaf blowers have to begin blowing the leaves at night? Uh, I'm sorry, at 7 a.m. It's a 7 a.m. job, apparently, to everybody who has a leaf blower. Do the le- does the leaf blower come with instructions that say, yes, um, Make sure you start your leaf blower at 7 a.m. I swear it does. Am I the only one? Okay, I'm going to get off. 
A lady tried to cash a $1 million check to buy a yacht, the police say, and that led to some trouble. A young woman walked into a Tampa bank branch and tried to cash a $1 million cashier's check. Her name is Lynn Helena Halfon, age 26. Lynn told the employees at the bank that she was going to use the money to buy a yacht in Miami, which, uh, oh, oh, with her husband, 77-year-old Tampa businessman Richard Rappaport. Wow, she's 26 and he's 77. Hmm, something fishy going on here. <laughs> I'm gonna, here's a million dollar check. Yeah, I'm buying a yacht with my 77 year old Tampa businessman husband who isn't here right now. Um, yeah, he's actually dead and buried in the backyard. Rappaport's, which is the husband's name, was also on this check for a million bucks. And because he wasn't there, the bank employees refused to cash it. They also refused to cash three other checks that she brought in later that day. <laughs> Oh, man, she was trying various amounts. <laughs> Can I cash this $1 million check? No? Okay, I'll be back. Can I cash this $700,000 check? No? Okay, I'll be back. Can I cash cash this 440000 Okay, no, I can't. Can I cash this 5000 <laughs> I'm just going to go on a cruise now. <laughs> I've, I've ditched the idea of buying a yacht. I'm just going to go on a cruise for the weekend. Wow, imagine coming in that many times. Are you stupid? Are you are you trying to uh, <laughs> look suspicious, you dummy? Lynn, age 26, stupid. The eyebrow-raising attempts at the bank sparked a criminal investigation. Oh, no shit. It resulted in Halfon's arrest on charges of money laundering, organized fraud, and... Ooh, listen to this. She's arrested for exploitation of an elderly person. Ooh, how dare you exploit the elderly. That's what those police officers did to Barbara earlier in the... In the episode, when they tased her three times, totally exploited her. Probably stole her muffins. Anyways, during Lynn's first court appearance, a judge set her bail at $1 million. How ironic. <laughs> yeah, your bail's at a million. If he's really your husband, he'll show up with the cashier's check and get your ass out. When the investigators with the Florida Department of Law Enforcement and Tampa PD first contacted Mr. Rappaport about the checks... He said that he wanted to give his wife the benefit of the doubt. He said he didn't want her to be deported to her native Israel. Oh, boy. Now she's in the, she's not even supposed to be in the country. What's going on here? This sounds like a scam from an Israeli woman. She's probably, like, super hot. And this guy's probably some crusty old man. And he fell for the, he fell for the oldest trick in the book. Huh. This all goes so deep. Apparently, the investigators asked questions from the family, and none of them knew that her, their father had even married this woman. What is going on? They believe that uh, the, the children believe that Halfham was conning Rappaport due to his age. Yeah, no shit. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> when the bank employees refused to cash the million-dollar cashier's check, Halfham offered to pay the company $100,000 to do the transaction. Wow. It gets deeper. When that didn't work, she returned a few hours later with three checks, each of them for $333,333. And the employees refused to cash the the checks. Oh, so she thought like, she was told, no, we we won't cash this million dollar check. She's like, okay, I'll be right back. She comes back. (laughs) All right. Okay. I don't have a check for a million. I have three checks that add up to a million. Is this okay? (laughs) This is unbelievable. Wow. 
the gall that people have. Now, this is an old school word, but I think I'm using it correctly, right? It means like the nerve of some people. The nerve of some people. I mean, they just watch too many movies. I don't understand what you think. You think you can get away with this crap? Really? What kind of world do you think you're living in? You can you can get away with this. Money on this scale. On this scale, for real. It's unbelievable. Now, of course, this lady's got an attorney who uh, specializes in defendants accused of white-collar crime. He says, uh, quote, There's a valid marriage between this couple, and we look forward to bringing forward additional facts to bring clarity to this situation. Oh, I don't think we need any more clarity, attorney. I think we. it's pretty clear what is going on there. <laughs> she was going to buy a yacht and go out with her friends and um, leave this old man to die. <laughs> Or some such thing as you, you know, would normally. The behavior, in other words, typical Florida behavior, right? Hey, what's up, weirdos? This is Jonesy. I hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday episode. I hope you're having a weird, exciting, and fun-filled weekend. And I'm, I'm so happy to be able to lead you into the weekend with the Florida Friday vibe that we put out there. Always a fun time coming out of Florida. Of course, please don't go there. Uh, I want to give some shout-outs to people. Uh, somebody named Jen, Jen Zach, 1804, left me a, uh, an iTunes review. She wrote, Jonesy rules, the best start to my day. Florida Fridays on Monday morning makes Monday easier to take. I wish I could see him live. I love him. Hilarious. I love you, Jen Zach, 1804. <laughs> I love you too. I-, I wish you could see me live. I'm doing some live shows, by the way. You guys should know about it. I'm going to be in Portland, Oregon. Uh, next weekend, what is it, like the 9th through the 12th, um, and then I'm going to be in uh, Singapore, I'm going to Asia to do some shows in Malaysia, Singapore, Japan, I'm going around guys, I'm going to be out of town from the for the entire month of February doing shows in Asia and doing the podcast as well, and hopefully uh, encountering some weird Asian stuff, like I can't wait, because you know I like the weird, I like to try new things, and so I'm just going to inundate myself with like just you know weird stuff you know and and in japan they got the weirdest shit ever the poop museum what are you talking about crazy i've done so many stories of stuff that's weird in japan i mean i can't wait to get over there and see it myself unbelievable so and thank you jen for the review if you guys want to leave me an itunes review it's so helpful so helpful also amazon review as well because um i got a lot of bad reviews on there (laughs) i want to give a shout out to carolyn Bersh, B-A-E-R-T-S-C-H, who's uh, reached out to me on Facebook and uh, liked some posts and sent me a nice message. She says that I'm hilarious and uh, that she's a, a listens every day to the podcast. And I appreciate you, Carolyn. I appreciate everybody who reached out to me. Uh, wish me a happy New Year's. I want to let you know that I was a guest on the Unscripted, Unscripted Narrative Podcast, which you can... Uh, listen to in any of your podcast players. Unscripted, <laughs> I can't even say it, Unscripted Narrative. Um, it's an entertainment industry podcast hosted by uh, two amazing guys, uh, Jason and Michael. Super nice dudes. Uh, I'm on there. It's like an hour and a half of me talking about my my stand-up comedy career, um, insights into how I write my jokes and all this stuff. So if you if you're fascinated with either me or stand up comedy or both, then you'll enjoy the the episode of that podcast. It's been out for about a week, and I've been posting clips of it. But check it out on your podcast player, Unscripted Narrative Podcast, and I'm the December 27th episode. Um, yeah, 
Uh, lastly, you can follow me on Instagram at Funny Jones. On Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. On Twitter, it's Funny Jones. You can email the show, funnyjones at gmail.com, and call the show, 646 450 2012. As always, you can check out my Patreon and donate to the show. It's P A T R E O N dot com slash weird AF news. Or you can make a one time donation if, you, if you'd like. Um, my PayPal is funnyjones at gmail.com. I appreciate you all, and we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs>